Hi, this is Mo. And this is Sarah, and you're listening to the podcast Bird Shit. We started this podcast to share our love of birding with other enthusiastic birders in the world. All right. Freaking here to talk about America. Freaking here to talk about freaking America. Now, I wouldn't say I'm the most patriotic person, but I freaking want to talk about the best part of America, which is the symbol hot dogs. of the ball. Yes, hot dogs. Actually, this is now a hot dog podcast. <laughs> we only talk about hot dogs and we review hot dogs. Mo, what hot dog, <laughs> what hot dog are we reviewing this week? Uh, Vienna, Vienna, all natural casings. Ooh, that sounds definitely disgusting and more like a condom brand than an actual hot dog. Yeah, all natural casings, latex free. Yeah, exactly. That's that's also what we could talk about is condoms. But as a vegetarian, I feel like I would be more qualified to talk about condoms. As just me, I'm more qualified to talk about condoms than hot dogs. What if we put condoms on hot dogs and use that as like the test of some sort? Are we testing like? If a hot dog fits a Magnum condom or if it fits like a regular Trojan condom. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Just from experience, a banana is chosen for, I don't know, what do you think is better, a banana or a hot dog? I think bananas can set false expectations for ladies. (laughs) Yeah, I really am expecting that curved dick to come out. I mean, I think hot dogs, at least from like a texture standpoint, even are probably a little bit better. And a wiggly standpoint. Maybe like, okay, maybe brats. Brats might be like the middleman. But they already come with a casing. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you know, part of it is probably like you shouldn't handle raw meat in sex ed for (laughs) multiple reasons. Also, I can't imagine someone being like, I'm going to put this condom on this straight, this straight cooked hot dog. It might it might be able to like exemplify how hard it is to put condoms on sometimes though. That's true. I just don't think I think like that would set the expectation that all dicks are skinny and long and that's not true. Anyways, America. <laughs> the tangents of America. <laughs> Actually, no, I think if we're talking about America, hot dogs and condoms is a way better representation than the bald eagle. Should we just draw a hot dog with condoms as wings? <laughs> That's our new, new national symbol. I feel like in today's administration, that might get passed. I don't think we should submit that. Yeah, that's true. It's probably Trump would see it on a commercial and be like, I like that hot dog. I want to hire that hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Give that hot dog a job. <laughs> I am so bad at voice impressions. Like, I'm so bad at them. I like, if you were to tell me to like do an accent, I'd be like, I'm just going to give you whatever accent is actually on the top of my tongue right now because I can't do accents at all. Dude, you sounded like the angry green giant or something. (laughs) Give that hot dog a job. catchphrase for whenever I don't know what to say I'm just gonna like be in meetings and be like you know what give that hot dog a job because I agree (laughs) okay now that we've discussed hot dogs getting employed at the federal level um, 
maybe we should get back to what we're really here to talk about today, which is the most famous bird in the, probably the U.S., which is the bald eagle. The bald eagle. So today's episode, we're talking about bald eagles, or I was going to say a nickname, but we don't actually have a nickname for them. Um, baldies? I don't know. Dude, I was going to say the same thing, and then I was like, that's so dumb. Baldies. So baldies. Baldies is also something that sounds like you would call a penis. So I feel like we actually <laughs> actually like thought we were going to talk about birds today. And instead you and I just got on the mic and all we can talk about are dicks and condoms. Um, well, your husband moved away. God, that sounds so sad when you say it like that. He'll be back. But... He'll be back. No, you're together still. He's just like on a trip. But that's why I can see why your mind is on, like, hot dogs and condoms. But, yeah, I mean, my husband's on the couch playing video games. I could easily <laughs> get laid if I wanted to. You could. But I'm probably just going to talk about hot dogs instead. <laughs> it's much more entertaining. <laughs> it's much better. Just kidding. Oh, my God. I feel like I feel like anyone out there who liked bald eagles when this episode started <laughs> has immediately disowned them. Dude. I feel like anyone still listening isn't listening for the bald eagles we're about to talk about. Oh my god, they're gonna be like, wait, I thought this was about hot dogs and condoms, but sorry for the false advertising. Yeah, super false advertising. Sorry, guys. Um, no, we really are gonna talk about bald eagles, uh, as was topic suggested by one of our listeners. So we were super excited about it, and I think it's perfect because you know, Fourth of July, all this patriotism. And I will say, I'm not big into birds of prey. I am. I know. You're you're a prey girl. I'm prey girl. I love birds of prey. I'm super excited. I swear to God, guys, we're talking about bald eagles now. We're going to whip you with some facts, and you're going <laughs> to show up to your 4th of July party, prepped as ever to talk about America and why we chose the bald eagle. Here's a drinking game for all of you podcast listeners. Every time we say the word bald eagle, you should probably take a shot for the rest of this episode, and you will have the best worst fourth of july of your life also if you're listening to this podcast at, at your fourth of july party that's probably your worst fourth of july <laughs> share this with all of your fourth of july attendees it's only going to be 30 to 40 minutes of their time and they will be so much more educated it becomes it becomes a teaching lesson for your fellow patriots so i will say as somebody who's not a huge fan of birds of prey wait can you explain why you're not a huge fan of birds of prey um no i can't I, I don't know why. I think I just really, I really like, like, smaller birds. And I like, um, I like birds that are more, like, near me, I guess. And, like, I just don't see a lot of birds of prey. So I don't really know any much about them or, like, how to appreciate them. The same way that, like, uh, like, I should know more about shorebirds. But I kind of don't because I only ever see seagulls. Uh, so I think just because I'm just surrounded by a lot of songbirds, I just sort of, like, end up gravitating towards liking them and trying to identify them because they're the closest to me because I feel like every time I think I see a cool bird of prey it's just a turkey vulture and I'm like oh but you have a ton of peregrine falcons too in Chicago yeah that's true and I see I actually see a few um I don't know if they're red-tailed or red shoulders hawks I haven't been able to differentiate them but um I, I saw one like in Humboldt Park like on a run one day and I was like this is friggin' weird so I just don't um I don't find them super interesting at this point in my birdie journey i'm sure i'll come around and i'll get into it but um but yeah i guess it's just not 
my thing. But I learned a lot about bald eagles in studying for this episode. Yeah, you want to give us you want to give us a good intro on the bald eagle? <clears throat> a little bit of background on the bald eagle. As many people know, the bald eagle was chosen as sort of the symbol of America. And basically what happened was at the Second Continental Congress in 1775, just after the 13 colonies voted to declare independence from Great Britain, they also determined that they needed to get an official seal. So Ben Franklin, John Adams, and Thomas Jefferson formed a temporary committee to present a seal of the United States of America to Congress, uh, but it was no dice. Nobody liked it. So finally, six years later and two committees later, Congress did adopt the eagle as the seal of the United States. So in 1782, the brother of a Philadelphia naturalist provided a drawing showing an eagle displayed as a symbol of, quote, supreme power and authority. Congress really liked it, and so they ended up modifying it a little bit to make it into the seal that we now have today, and they voted it in at the end of the year. The bald eagle was selected because of its long life, great strength, and its majestic looks. At the time, it was also believed to only exist in North America, which turns out to be true. An author by the name of Maud M. Grant actually wrote this about the bald eagle. At one of the first battles of the revolution, which occurred early in the morning, the noise of the struggle awoke the sleeping eagles on the heights and they flew from their nests and circled about over the heads of the fighting men, all the while giving vent to their raucous cries. They are shrieking for freedom, said the patriots. So the eagle was sort of meant to be a part of that, I guess. So can I just give a really quick fact? Bald eagle shrieks are not that heroic or great, and whenever you hear them in movies, it's most likely another eagle call, um, sometimes the red-tailed hawk uh, or another type of eagle, because, yeah, the bald eagle scream is just not, it's not great. It's kind of like when you're used to having normal sex, and then someone shows up with a hot dog wrapped in a condom. <laughs> like, the red-tailed hawk is ecstasy. Uh, that's like a full magnum on a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the bald eagle is that? Hot dog condom dick coming coming for you at 2 a.m. <laughs> Glad you found a way to work that back into the episode already, Mo. Don't worry, I'm not letting it go. So the bald eagle was not the only bird to be considered as the emblem of America. Ben Franklin, for instance, found the bald eagle to be, quote, a bird of bad moral character and a rank coward who was, quote, too lazy to fish for himself and instead watches the labor of the diligent fishing hawk and then steals that fish when the hawk is taking it back to its nest. It's also interesting to note that the artist uh, John James Audubon, who most people know from like the Audubon drawings of birds, he actually agreed with Ben's assessment of the bald eagle. I don't know if I can call him Ben. No, you can call him Ben. I mean, you guys were so close. I think it's fine. Me and Dr. Franklin. Yeah, it's totally fine. Wow, that's a that's some shade on the bald eagle. That is some shade on the bald eagle. Yeah. So Audubon and Franklin, Ben, John, John and Ben were like, man, this eagle is not really all that we think that it is. And actually, Ben Franklin vied for the wild turkey mm-hmm. to be the American emblem. He called it, quote, a much more respectable bird and a withal a true original native of America, as well as a bird of courage and would not hesitate to hack a grenader of the British guards. As we know from our recent trip to Point Pelee, turkeys are fucking, they're scary. They're very scary. I would have been fine with the turkey. I think it would have been cool. It would would definitely have taken up a large portion of the seal if you, like, had its feathers all out and stuff. 
Well, as everyone knows, the turkey didn't get well, chosen. Well, wow. <laughs> you sound so fascinated by the information that I looked up, but I personally found it to be very interesting. Dude, I do. I think it's interesting. I didn't know the thing about the turkey already. But the fact that um, Ben, as we're referring to him, really hated the bald eagle, like really fucking hated the bald eagle, is super interesting. And the fact, like you said, they took six years to decide which bird. And if I was creating a new country, I'd be like, pick any damn bird. I do not care. I'd be like, I'm trying to build a country here. Fuck. (laughs) I don't care. Dude, can you imagine how Hamilton felt about this whole thing? He's just like, dude, we have so many fucking problems. Why didn't Lin-Manuel Miranda work this into Hamilton? Actually, I think that's we should come up with a new thing where it's all about them just debating over which bird to choose. And it's a musical. I'm going to a bird debate. I know. If anyone is in the Chicago area, I'm going to a bird debate at the Morton Arboretum. Uh, they're debating what the actual state bird of Illinois should be. It's just kind of like a fun debate. It's not like for actual legislative purposes. But um, since the Northern Cardinal is actually the state bird of like 11 different states, there's two ornithologists who are arguing over what bird they think should be the state bird of Illinois. So I'm going and we'll probably put it on Birdship Podcast. And Mo's going to propose the bald eagle from the audience. I'm sure they'll take questions. I'm going to propose the hot dog with condom wings. <laughs> it needs a name. We'll think of a name. Yeah. If you have a name, please find us on Instagram at Birdship Podcast or email us hellobirdshit at gmail.com and tell us what this bird should be called. Yeah, um, we'll review it on the next episode if we get proposed names. So um, just think of a hot dog with condoms as wings and what you would want to name it. It's a normal request from listeners. It's also the only request we've made. Yeah, so this is our first request. Uh, I know you guys are eager to speak with us. So now that we know that the early... American government wanted to choose the bald eagle because they believed it was only found in North America. Well, they're correct. The bald eagle is the only eagle unique to North America. So they're found throughout most of North America, from Alaska and Canada to northern Mexico. Due to the abundant supply of salmon, about half of the world's 70,000 bald eagles live in Alaska, with a nearby population of 20,000 in British Columbia. A ton of bald eagles up there. They're like seagulls up there. (laughs) I think they feel the same way at, like beaches and stuff They're like oh these goddamn bald eagles just keep getting in my way and eating my french fries i imagine they do yeah they're like the gulls of alaska like e- i guess probably not a lot of people in alaska are like sitting on the beach eating french fries like i do <laughs> yeah that's true but i i've seen videos of them like raiding fishing ships and they look like gulls like they're just everywhere that i believe um the most recent count of bald eagle nesting pairs in the lower 48 states indicates minnesota florida and wisconsin have the largest numbers of bald eagles outside of alaska speaking from personal experience and with stories from listeners i know that sightings of bald eagles have become more prominent in the lower peninsula of michigan as well with sightings in grand rapids and ann arbor yeah and i actually have seen them flying around my hometown of traverse city uh michigan as well I don't know if it was this, I think it was this most recent time I was up there a week or two ago and saw them up there. And it's like, I remember seeing very few when I was a kid. And so I feel like I'm seeing them more and more. My parents are always sending me pictures of them because they know I like birds. So, well, Mo, I hate to tell you this. This wasn't always the case for the bald eagle. And I'm sure a lot of people know this, but we're going to give a little history on the population of the bald eagle. Shortly after World War II, a new pesticide called DDT, was utilized for insect control. 
and like most pesticides, it found its way into nearby waterways where it was absorbed by plants and fish. The DDT-infected fish then poisoned the bald eagles, resulting in bald eagle eggshells to be weakened. The weakened eggshells often broke during incubation and caused for a huge decrease in the number of hatched bald eaglets. Due to this and other environmental factors such as lead poisoning, by 1963, only 487 nesting pairs of bald eagles remained. Do they know what the original number was like before DDT? Like how much of a decrease it was? Uh, I didn't find that. I'm sure they do. Here's a number. So when the America adopted the bald eagle as the national symbol in 1782, they propo- they suspect the country may have had as many as 100,000 nesting eagles. So Whoa. dropping from 100,000 in 1782, what they suspect, down to 400-some 200 years later. Yeah. And that resource is from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Wow. Yeah, so that's a huge, huge decrease in a very short amount of time. However, environmentalists, including Rachel Carson in her book Silent Spring, brought attention to the bald eagle issue in 1962, resulting in the EPA taking action to ban the use of DDT in the U.S. by 1972, which is crazy because the EPA, like, that's really early for the EPA to actually, like, like yeah. to consider banning pesticides and everything. I feel like now we're much more aware of it, but I feel like in the 60s and 70s, that wasn't even a thought. The bald eagle was listed as endangered in 1967, whereas it was only listed as threatened in Michigan, Minnesota, Oregon, Washington, and Wisconsin due to the higher populations. With the listing of the bald eagle on the endangered species list, conservation efforts were enacted, such as breeding programs and nest site protections. With these efforts came great results, and in June 28, 2007, the bald eagle was removed from the endangered and threatened species list. However, bald eagles will still be protected under the Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act, which prohibits the hunting or disturbing of bald and golden eagles. So, like, this is, like, a great example of us actually doing something good. I mean, we fucked it up in the first place, but we came back to do good, and now they're everywhere. I only know... This is, this makes me sound like uneducated, but this is like the only thing I really know about DDT is that it hurt the bald eagles and that was like impactful enough for us to change it. But there must've been other shit that was happening too, right? Like there must've been other implications to make the the EPA act that fast. Like it couldn't have just been the bald eagle, could it? I don't know. So I think that's something we could like research further. My understanding is that it was a lot of writing from environmentalists and like they mentioned Rachel Carson, I think the bald eagle, because it represents America and because it's such a huge symbol, I think that's something that the EPA would probably act on just majorly due to the symbolism of it. And that's so frustrating when you think about, like we talked about the salt marsh Mm -hmm. sparrow, right? That's so frustrating because that bird is obviously facing a lot of trauma with its habitat being encroached by all this development and receding shorelines and the piping plover is like becoming a big deal. The piping plovers are all over the news, but it's just, I guess it's just crazy in a lot of circumstances that it takes to like the near point of extinction for anyone to like say anything about it. Yeah. No, it's fucking frustrating as hell that we're just like, Oh yeah, man, we almost made this animal go extinct. I better, I guess we better fix it. So that's a little bit of the background on the bald eagle. 
both its early history and its more recent history. And just to send you off into the 4th of July weekend with a few fun facts, uh, we found some really cool uh, facts about bald eagles. Most of these did come from the Michigan DNR and a few other sources as well. Um, To start off with, bald eagles are not, in fact, bald, as their name might suggest. However, the word for white in Old English is bald, with an E on the end, and so they were named bald eagle because of their little white heads. Another thing you might want to know is that the bald eagle weighs about 16 pounds, and it has a wingspan of up to six and a half to eight feet. Holy shit. I know, man. They're friggin' big. Uh, And and the, the, the females are also bigger than the males, which is kind of unusual for most species, but even at that size, it's second in size only to the golden eagle. The golden eagle is still bigger than the bald eagle. So uh, it's still a big bird. It's a big bird. Number three. You kind of mentioned this one already. Yeah, I did. Um, I'll just go. I'm just, I'm just going to restart and go with number three. So think of all the times you've seen a bald eagle in movies. It's quite a bit. If they're calling in the movie, though, it's probably not a real bald eagle. A bald eagle's call is a series of high-pitched whistling or piping noises, kind of like a seagull on crack, is exactly what it sounds like. These noises are so unimpressive that in Hollywood, sound editors actually use the red-tailed hawk in movies, which has a more piercing and earthy scream. If you ever think you hear, like, a bald eagle because you hear this great, cool cry in the wild, it's not It's not a bald eagle. You're not going to see a bald no. eagle. No. Um, number four. Uh, Bald eagles are dicks. They often steal food from smaller birds of prey, such as the osprey, by harassing them until the other bird drops their meal. The bald eagles then swoop in and take the food for themselves. This is definitely why we chose the bald eagle as a symbol of America. Oh, you have a resource I want? I'm just going to go and fucking invade your country and take it. Pretty much the osprey is every other country in the world. It's true. Or even, like, if you've got a really nice desk spot in the office, I'm still going to want to have your desk. (laughs) Or, like, if you're not going to finish that taco, I'm going to try to get that taco from (laughs) you. Maybe I'll eat a french fry when you go to the bathroom. Like, this has so many implications in my life, personally. Mo, do you steal food secretly? Uh, uh, I have been known to, like, take work snacks home with me. That's fine, as long as they're for everyone. They are. Oh, you didn't sound too convincing. No, that's. I'm very democratic in my snack. Yeah, you're saying that just because someone you work with might be listening to this, and they're gonna be like, "No, no one has actually said that they have." So I think I'm safe. They all have my stickers, but nobody wants to listen, and I'm sad. But hey, if anybody out there wants a sticker, just find us on Instagram. We'll send you a sticker because we need some street teams, some shit street teams. Go put it in bathrooms everywhere across America. Boom. So another interesting fact about bald eagles is they're not born with their little white heads. They actually don't obtain their white heads until they reach full maturity at four or five years old. They also select a mate with whom they live with typically for their entire lives. Um, The one exception to this is if their mate is killed, they usually will find a new mate. This is actually a pretty serious bond because most bald eagles live to be about 20 years old in the wild. And in captivity, they have been known to live to up to 50 years. The oldest recorded bald eagle in the wild was at least 38 years old. Uh, they knew this because they it had been banded in 1977 and it was hit and killed by a car in New York in 2015. So they know that it was at least 38 years old, which is a pretty old bald eagle to have in the wild or like old anything to have in the wild. Like trees, 
sometimes don't even make it that long. Yeah, that's pretty old. I might yeah. not make it that long. You better live up those next eight years. We wouldn't ever want you to miss idea Baldy. So we're going to give you some ideas of what they look like. Um, bald eagles usually soar with their wings almost flat. On the other hand, the turkey vulture, which is another dark soaring bird, holds its wing in a shallow V-shape. A lot of large hawks also soar with slightly raised wings. So you're looking for an almost all flat. Perfectly perpendicular. Wingspan. That's going to be pretty big. It's going to be six to eight feet. Um, and also the white head. Super, super like glaring, easy way to spot a bald eagle. Well, yeah, but only if you're looking at it from the side or below you. Or above me. How can you see the white head from above you? Well, maybe like they got their head down looking at the ground. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I could probably see it. I feel like you probably could. I definitely couldn't, but you probably could. Uh, Maybe. I'm probably bullshitting. So another fact about bald eagles is that males will start to establish territories and build nests in tall trees to attract their mates, beginning in the months of February and March. Each year, the pale will add to the nest, allowing a single nest to grow as large as 10 feet deep and 20 feet across. Like, that's probably the size of a bedroom. Like, Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Um, one pair of eagles in Florida, in fact, earned the Guinness World Record for largest bird nest with 20 feet deep, 9.5 feet wide, and weighing over two tons. It was in a tree for 34 years until the tree blew down. That's insane. It's crazy. That's huge. That's absolutely I huge. actually, I have like no point of reference for what that even looks like. I just know I would fit in it and I would probably be comfortable if you put a blanket in there. I bet a bald eagle would give you a blanket. Aww. We'll go find one for you. It would steal it from another bird's nest. <laughs> yeah, an osprey would have one in their nest and they'd <laughs> fucking go bother it until it was like, here, take the damn thing. So in those beautiful nests that the bald eagles build... The female will typically lay two white eggs that are about twice the size as chicken eggs. And the eggs hatch after a little more of a month of incubation. And both males and females kind of take turns incubating. So by late summer, the offspring are ready to fly. And they're off. You're going to give us our 10th fact, right? Number 10. Number 10. I like an eagle. All right, I just had to do that. But when it comes to sight, (laughs) eagles have a very interesting eye situation (laughs) no like there's so many weird things about their eyes like their eyes are incredible this is this is one of those things that's cool about birds of prey that i will give the birds of prey some props is like they usually got cool shit going on with their eyes uh so bald eagles have two centers of focus this allows them to see forward and out to the side simultaneously which is like I know. I don't even know. Like, every time I hear something weird about another animal's eyes, I'm like, I can't even imagine what that looks like because I can only see the way that I see. Yeah, that's Like, weird. I can't imagine trying to see. It just, I think it essentially means they just have, like, a very wide field of vision. And so, I don't know. But then I think about, like, even, like, iguanas, right? Like, how their eyes move separately. I'm like, what does that look like in their brain? Yeah, they must have, like, a really good processing center to be able to move their eyes separately and capture those images. Yeah. Or, like, bugs, you know, like flies, how Uh, they have all those different, what the fuck do they see? I don't know. (laughs) What What a fucking deep question about, what do flies see? I don't know. No, I think about this, I think about this admittedly, like, all the time, whenever I hear about, like, animals or life forms that have different forms of vision like i remember as a kid just being like fascinated by worms and being like how do earthworms navigate the world like it is it continues to astound me well now that you've uh, told us 
what a psychopath you were when you were little. You want to tell us more about uh, bird eyes? Okay. Uh, the other cool fact about bald eagle eyes is that they can also see ultraviolet light. Which is insane. Which is insane. Because that's like bees. Oh, bees can see ultraviolet yeah, light. Yeah, bees too. can see ultraviolet light. I don't know. I don't know many birds that can see ultraviolet light. Yeah, and get this. In addition to having regular eyelids, they also have a see-through eyelid called a nictitating membrane. Closing this membrane allows them to protect their eyes while their main eyelids remain open. So this helps them sort of moisten and clean their eyes. It's kind of like the ones cats have. Have you seen those where it just kind of like is clear and comes down? No, but that does sound exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's like a clear film that they can protect their eyes with while still doing stuff. It's so cool. It's kind of gross, but it's really cool. Nictitating membranes. Who knew? I didn't. But now everyone does. I, I've heard of them before, but that's just because I like eyes. You got an eye for eyes? You got an eye for eyes. You got an eye for worms. I got an eye for eyes. And thus concludes the weirdest episode of Birdship Podcast. I think you guys caught us on a really weird time. This is the last time I eat two donuts at work. Yeah, you probably, you had a lot of sugar. I think I'm just fucked up my brain. Yeah, I think I'm just normal me, but I'm tired. You guys, that's our episode about bald eagles and a lot of other weird stuff. Um, We hope that you really enjoyed this episode um, and that, you know, it truly makes you feel super patriotic, I guess, about the 4th of July. I mean, at least enjoy having the day off if you have the day off. Cherish what parts of America are still worth cherishing. Yeah, which is getting drunk during the day with your friends. And listening to this episode with all your friends at the barbecue. Don't forget, we are taking suggestions for our hot dog condom winged bird. If you would like to name, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have a drawing on that episode next time. We'll post. I could probably obtain the resources required to take that picture. I'd have to buy a hot dog, though. (laughs) I think maybe I'll just crash somebody's 4th of July party and be like, hey, can I buy one of those hot dogs for like two minutes? I'll give it right back. You have to draw googly eyes on it, though, or put googly eyes on the hot dog. Yeah. Googly eyes make everything better. In all seriousness, though. If you want to reach out to us, follow along Instagram at Birdship Podcast, and please send us some fan mail or some hate mail, but no death threats. Two, hello, birdshit at gmail.com. I mean, if you sent us a death threat, we'd have something to talk about, so. <laughs> we're going to get so many death threats after no, this No, we're not, because be no like, one listens to us. No, they're going to be, doesn't matter, you know, because here's the thing. The trolls will find out that we have we have tainted the the reputation of the bald eagle, and that stands for America, and we are terrorists. Mo, we're not even on troll level, like. I hate to I hate to say I that. hate to say that trolls are at all levels and we just have like very weak trolls like they're not like underground super nasty trolls they're like surface level trolls but there have to be trolls I have yet to see a troll all right if you're a troll send us an email that way we know you exist we just need to know what we're up against all our trolls out there come out of the woodwork we're waiting for you we're waiting for you happy fourth of July everybody keep your eye to the sky what is that? Why? <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Do we have a going out song that's just a bunch of boops now? Uh, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Let's compete to see who has a better boop, boop song. Okay, you go. Oh, shoot. Go. No, I can't. Okay, I'll go. So I'll go. Pressure. Boop, 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 boop,
I think you actually just did the Seinfeld theme song. (laughs) I think I might have. I don't know why. Subconsciously, that's the only boop song I know. Okay, now I'll do it. Okay, now you do yours. But now I can think of the Seinfeld song. Boop, 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 boop. Scale of one to ten, how fucking annoying are we? Um, I'm not annoyed by you. I'm not annoyed by you either. Zero. Then zero. <laughs> we immediately just erase the scale. We're like, nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> scale of one to ten, zero. zero. <laughs> no scale. No scale. No scale at all. Oh my god.